Hello and welcome to the Quietly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Carol Stewart, founder of The Bounding Solutions and author of Quietly Visible, leading with influence and impact as an introverted woman. And this is the podcast for introverted women who want to thrive as leaders and in life. And today I'm talking about some of the challenges that introverted women leaders face. Now, in my High Achieving Introverted Women Facebook group, when when people request to join the group, they have to fill out a set of questions. And one of of those questions are asking about what the challenges they are face as leaders. And what we did was we analysed the responses and identified what the top seven challenges are. And I'm going to share these challenges with you and I'm going to pick out maybe one or two and just talk about what you can do to overcome this challenge and over the course of the next few months or so I will go maybe into a bit more detail with the rest of them. And whilst these responses are not reflective of the whole number of introverted women leaders that there are in the world, I think it is a good indicator. There are over 600 members in this group and I do think it is a good indicator because the responses reflect the issues and challenges that my clients face, that the women who attend my workshops, webinars and talks face as well. And the key to being impactful in the boardroom, impactful as a leader, is to be a leader of influence. And that is what I'm about with my work is is supporting women and coaching women to be influential, influential and impactful leaders. And by addressing these challenges, it will enable you to be that. And so the challenges are, and they're in no particular order, so they're not in a, they've not been prioritised in order of which is the most common. So number one is that they don't like being put on the spot and need more time to reflect before responding. Number two is discomfort with voicing their opinions or asserting themselves. And number three is Experiencing imposter syndrome, even though they know deep down that they are capable of doing the role. Number four, a lack of self-belief and self-confidence with anxiety, sensitivity or their inner critic getting the upper hand. Five, they struggle with delivering presentations, networking and promoting themselves. Six, feeling overlooked or overshadowed by male-dominated or younger environments or more extroverted colleagues. And number seven, feeling intimidated by those seen to them and comfortable with being judged, receiving praise or criticism. So can you identify with any of those seven challenges? So the first one that I'm going to to look at is number one, which is don't like being put on the spot, needing more time to reflect before responding. And I'm just going to 
go into that a bit more so that you can understand why that may be the case and then share what you can do to um, address it. So when it comes to situations and environments that are high in external stimulation, people who are extroverted find it easier to respond than introverts. And the reason for this is that introverts are said to have higher levels of cortical arousal than extroverts. And what this means is that our brains are naturally more highly aroused and we process more sensory information from our surroundings. So if we are in an environment that there is lots of external things going on, lots of activity, lots of noise, it can be overly stimulating and it can have a draining effect on people who are introverted. And if you're in a meeting where there is a lot of noise going on, a lot of people are talking, talking over each other, people are being asked questions and they're just expected to respond on the spot, you may find that overly stimulating and you may feel drained from it all. And you may even feel that you want to disconnect from the meeting and go quiet and that you disengage. And for people who don't understand what is going on for you, they may think that you're being disengaged, that you're lacking confidence, or they may even think that you're rude. And this is where I often find introverted women who are, and not just introverted women, men as well, who are told that they need to be speaking up more or they need to um, contribute more in meetings. And something I experienced in, in, in the past myself, saying that I need to talk more about my achievements, but not necessarily wanting to do that because it, it wasn't me. And so if you feel that you are, when you're put on the spot in a meeting and all eyes are on you and there's all that activity that's going on in the meeting and you may feel overstimulated um, and you may need time to be able to process your thoughts, which that environment doesn't give you. And you may see that your extroverted colleagues, on the other hand, are more able to engage in that sort of environment. And people who are extroverted have lower levels of cortical arousal, which means that they can take more of that external stimulation. And so that's why you will, if you, if you maybe think about your extroverted friends, colleagues, when they're in certain environments, they may thrive more because of that external stimulation that's going on for them. Because they're energised by, by that. And for them, being put on the spot in that way and thinking of a quick response may be less of an issue for them. And people who are introverted are said to have larger, thicker grey matter in the part of their brains that are linked to decision-making, whereas extroverts have thinner grey matter in that same area. And this suggests that people who are introverted need more brain power for abstract thought. And so what can help you in those sorts of situations is knowing yourself and how you naturally respond when you're put on the spot. Because this means that you can 
Put yourself in the best possible position to give as good a response as you can. And here are some of the things that can help you with this. So, and I've talked about this before and you'll hear me talk about it time and time again. Preparation in advance of meetings. So do your preparation in advance. Go through the agenda, reports and identify those things on the agenda that you maybe want to raise an opinion on or you've got thoughts on. Um, And so that when you are in the meeting, you will have done a lot of the thinking beforehand. And people often tell me that they often get uh, agendas and papers for meetings at the last minute, or sometimes they don't get them at all. So you, you may want to think about whoever is responsible for sending out the agendas just letting them know that it will enable it will enable people who need that thinking and reflective time to plan better if they get them in advance. And when you are in that sort of environment, you might find that because you know that that is not conducive to you being at your best, that you worry about it. And then by worrying about it, it makes you feel anxious. And because you feel anxious, then you're more likely to disengage or not not engaged or um, you, want, you want to sort of disconnect from the meeting um, by because you're worrying about it. So don't over-worry. And if you find that's happening, that your your mind is racing ahead and you're worrying and you're getting anxious, just challenge your thinking about yourself and your situation in that environment and change don't let your mind race ahead just bring it back to the present bring it back to the moment and practice mindfulness in that moment Um, and by changing how you feel you'll change how you act and behave so if you can challenge your beliefs your thoughts and beliefs about it change them that will help to change how you feel that will help to change how you act and behave and if you get put on the spot and then when you're put if you're put on someone who's put on the spot you start to get anxious because you know that you haven't got that time to think and reflect and process your thoughts about your response buy some time I just I say to them this is my initial response, I'll get back to you, or just buy some time so that you've got that thinking space and then you can give your your response. And also just clarify what is being asked so that you are clear about what is being asked of you. And by giving your initial thoughts and letting people know that you will get back to them if you've got anything further to add, you're at least giving a response and often your initial response is based on your instinct, it's based on your experience and your knowledge. So by giving your initial response, you're letting people know that you do have an opinion. However, if there's anything further to add, you will get back to them. And so that's just a a few things that you can do in those sorts of situations and by understanding how you are in those sorts of situations means that you can put yourself in the best possible position when you go into those situations. 
And another thing, if you find yourself in environments that are overly stimulating and if you have, have a lot of those in a day, then make sure that you give yourself some downtime after. And when I say downtime, it might not be possible to have total downtime. But if you know that you have got a heavy day of lots of external stimulation going on, put into uh, your diary the for the following day less appointments, less meetings, so that you've got that time to recharge or find ways that enable you to re-energise and recharge. Sometimes I, I work with clients who are quite drained in energy, they're stressed, they're exhausted because they have been in environments whereby they're running from meeting to meeting with no break in between and getting home and they're just exhausted and one of the things that we do is you know we look at well how can they manage their their diaries better so that they are they're not operating like that and it's about looking at how they manage their energy how they manage their time so that they allow themselves that time and that space to recharge so if you think about your energy um, and how what energizes you in those environments that deplete your energy then once you have that awareness you can do the preparation in advance and you can do the self-care after so that you you're more able to be at your optimal and another thing is to know what the triggers are what are those things that trigger you getting that that drain, that energy drain that wants you to, that makes you want to disengage and to retreat and not to participate. And so if you know what those triggers are, again, you can put in preventative things beforehand and after you can put in things that enable you to practice self-care. Now, I did say that I would cover one or two, but um, I think I will save another one for another episode and I hope you found this helpful I hope you are able to put into practice some of what I've said do let me know and whilst I'm at it before I forget last week I talked about identity and whether women can introverted women leaders can share their true identity in the workplace and I mentioned the poll that I did on LinkedIn well the poll finished today and the results came through and the results were very interesting not surprising at all um, in that 93% of people voted yes and 7% voted no and when I say it wasn't surprising the results I expected the yes to be high but I didn't expect it to be as high as 93%. And over 300 people completed the poll. So whilst it's not a reflection of everybody that is on LinkedIn, it is indicative of what I knew and what a lot of us who are introverted know as well. And I'm going to be covering that in my 
quietly visible newsletter on LinkedIn tomorrow and writing my thoughts about that tomorrow. So thank you for listening. And if you want to increase your confidence, influence and impact, then go to my website, aboundingsolutions.com. There's a free assessment on there that you can complete that will give you ideas about areas that you can focus on and develop. And if you're not a member of my High Achieving Introverted Women Facebook group, then do come and find us on there. Or if you are a senior leader and you are on LinkedIn, then do find the High Achieving Introverted Senior Women LinkedIn group. So I will, over the course of the, the, the coming months, go through the other six challenges. Um, and until the next time, bye.